another spacewalk and talk. This episode will be two of those. Um, mostly because my computer basically decided to shit the bed. Uh, it's a Mac. It's an iMac. It's a file corruption issue, which actually brings me to a great point for, for this week's spacewalk and talk. Um, you know what is gonna happen? When we start sending humans more and more into deep space and Mars, the moon. What's going to happen when there's a data issue and there's a corruption issue for the main systems that are going to keep people alive? And like, what kind of redundancies are we already using? How much have we tried this between Apollo and, and the space shuttle program? You know, I just watched Goodnight Oppie that Amazon Prime movie that goes over the team that's at that helped do the the two twin Mars rovers Spirit and Opportunity. It's a great movie. I highly recommend you go and watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. But they had to do a software reboot and, and refresh because the two rovers got hit with energetic plasma from the sun and corrupted their system. So, you know, they were able to send over information to reload, reinstall whatever firmware they had. But it was a spacecraft that wasn't doing anything, right? It was just, you know, low power mode, very minimal. They were basically just booting up the rover mid-flight when it was supposed to be down. What happens when we have humans? What happens when those systems fail? Like, how good is the spacecraft going to be? How good... Like, how long can the systems on board provide an environment where those humans are going to be safe? So that's kind of my thought for this spacewalk and talk. You know, last year we kind of focused on, like, human spaceflight. And I don't know what this this year is going to bring for 23 for spacewalk and talk but it's going to be more of this kind of stuff you know i'm not necessarily the person with the answer here but we have a tremendous community of people that are part of this podcast so if you have any idea or know somebody that might know more about like the systems and the programs behind the spacecraft and all the things that keep humans alive, what have we done already? This is my question to you. What have we done already to make sure there's redundancy there? What have we done already to ensure that if there is a data corruption file that we've thought about it, we know the crew has to react in so many hours because it's going to take so long for data to travel, right? Back and forth. You know, if you're relying on sending a software update from Earth to wherever it is these humans are going to be, whether it's the moon, Mars, or beyond. You know, we have to have a really good idea of how long that's going to take. Which also brings up the idea of having physical backups. Like having a hard drive on site that has the preloaded software, maybe like a version of it that's better or maybe basic enough to get them started again all right so quick story time so 
my computer, talked about it a little bit before, it's an iMac 2019, I had run into an issue like two years ago, almost, where something corrupted, I think I did an update, something got corrupted, and I was able to get around it, and I used my computer for everything, you know, I'm, I'm tapped into that Mac uh, infrastructure because it works really well for me, I get to do everything that I need to do. I do a lot of content stuff, obviously, for this podcast. So there's a lot of audio. There's a lot of video. So there's a lot for me to do. And, you know, I've got crazy amounts of backup drives and, and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the, the story is I was able to work myself around the issue. Something cropped up. And, and I would assume that would be the same for a crew. You know, if a crew can get around something... And they don't really know what the problem is to start with, then it's a totally different thing to troubleshoot, right? You kind of put that off to the side, you kind of keep an eye on it, and that's what I did. <laughs> I kept an eye on it. I was able to still do what I was able to do, but my big backup drive was the one that got corrupted along with the update. Moved along, I also get plugins for Final Cut Pro. And sometimes I can, like, make things weird. And because of the way I have filled up my onboard drive, one terabyte is completely full on my Mac. Uh, I have another 18 terabyte drive. I know, ridiculous. But it works really well. I need all that storage. So um, it had gotten to the point where basically I had... It told me that it was full, so I deleted around 150 gigs off the hard drive. It's showing that it's empty, but the drive itself isn't empty. So it, like, keeps... When I boot it regularly, it keeps adding more and more information to the drive. But if I boot into safe mode, it's empty. That 150 gigs is empty, but it's still giving me an error. So... I have been troubleshooting that all weekend. <laughs> I'm not able to do video on this podcast, so I figure it's perfect for spacewalk and talk. And through my <laughs> tiresome troubleshooting of the Mac, only to get to the point where basically I wiped that old backup drive after backing up the old backup drive. <laughs> I had to wipe that clean. I reformatted it. It's working which is good. Now I'm backing up the computer so that I can wipe it completely and do an update of the OS. That's all fine and good when I'm at home on Earth and I've got other ways of doing things. It's not life or death. My question this week that I'm posing out there is what happens if it is life or death? How does that look? What are the what are the things that we've already looked into and put into place and what are some areas that we need to get better at? Those are my questions for this week, or my thoughts. What do you guys think? Let me know what your thoughts are. If you have any cool ideas or, or advice for me because clearly I'm not doing any, something right with my, uh, <laughs> with my computer and the way I back up stuff. So that's it, folks. It's another spacewalk and talk. Be good. And... We will talk to you again next week. Have a good one. So, 
Space, walk, and talk. It's a segment. It's an excuse for more content. And it's where I'm spending... It's where I have some of my free time to make content. <laughs> it's on my, uh, on my walks. So, what we're going to do... That's different than last year. Last year, I kind of was still figuring out the segment. I was trying to figure out what we talk about. And I don't think there needs to be. I know that if somehow I will find a way to connect to the space... <laughs> And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. So, this one is the first of the year. One thing I noticed from last year, I guess, is a room for improvement, was just how out of breath I sounded while I was talking. I'm sure it won't sound perfect, but I've definitely seen an improvement in that. So, before I started this back up again, I wanted to get some some more consistent walks in get a little bit more in shape and here we are now when we talk about end of the year stuff this is the perfect time two weeks into the year to discuss how you're doing with all the hopes and dreams you had at the end of the year beginning of the new year almost inevitably as I am also experiencing it this time Two weeks in is generally around the time when everyone feels like they're not doing anything, that they failed, and they give up. Believe me, I am definitely feeling that. But, or that feeling that I am not necessarily in the place that I would like to be. But, I put some work in right after Thanksgiving. I did an episode, we talked about this at the end of that episode. I kind of looked at my priorities for the year and said, okay, like, I need to find time for this. I need to prioritize so that the time can be found and carved out, if you will. So, honestly, I have not really gotten back into a schedule where I could fully make use of that schedule. And so I am trying my best every single day, and that's ultimately what I have to be okay with. Now... If I don't feel like I'm doing my best every day, which happens, that's when I usually dive into, okay, well, what what did you do? And usually, there's a lot of things that are done. The question becomes, is it, am I doing things that are priority? So, I can definitely say, for me, my balance this year has been that, so far, I've felt like crap. Um had a bit of a a food issue where, you know, I have some food allergies that I'm dealing with now here post-20s that that I ate some of accidentally, and that makes me feel awful, (laughs) straight up terrible. And so I am finally on the back end of that right before my birthday here. I'm going to be turning 33 years old, and uh, the best thing that I could have ever gotten for a birthday present (laughs) in my 30s here is the potential of a double launch weekend and so on Friday January 13th there's slated to be a Falcon Heavy launch the first of five potentially this year but this would also be the fifth launch of a Falcon Heavy which is super exciting it's probably my favorite rocket and then on Saturday, there would be a Starlink launch, I believe, 
from Vandenberg Air Force Base in California. So coast-to-coast -coast rocket launches, which, which would be pretty freaking awesome. So I'm super excited about that. That gives me hope. One of the ways that I've felt that I haven't been able to keep up with my schedule has been that there's been so much that's happened in space recently. So much news to cover. So many things that are starting to fall in place for 2023. SpaceX wants to launch a hundred rocket launches this year, which is insane. They just did 61, which is an insane number by any one organization or even any single rocket type to do. But they're going for it. And it's been tough to follow, honestly. You know, I am also simultaneously not trying to... And I feel myself getting FOMO from the progress that I do find when I'm able to post clips and, and do those on my, my weekly basis. On YouTube, YouTube shorts have been crazy. Some of them... I've just been blowing up and the last one did nothing. <laughs> Literally seen by one person after the same amount of time, same type of post. So what's really helped me, especially in this content creation game, has been you know basing it off of like a science experiment. Looking at it as, hey, it's not a reflection that you're terrible at this if one video doesn't get any traction. What it does mean is that something about that video or the timing of the release of that video, some variable that I'm not quite sure of yet was at play there. And that's cool. Like that I can play with, that I can work with, that I can improve on. And so I think one of the things that we all do as human beings right around this time of year is we see our failure off of a change to a major goal. Most, most of the time when people make resolutions, it's a major change that they feel needs to be done. But the other half of that, and this is not my thought, this is me just repeating stuff that I've heard and learned from, like that, that thing that you're trying to change took a long time to get to where it is that you need to change it. So the amount of effort, time, whatever that you're going to need to put in to change it back is, is also going to take some time. You're also a human being made of habits. And I mean, this one's the most true for me. That when you're such a habit-driven person, then changing that quickly almost inevitably gets you to a point where you feel like you are lacking something. There's something in the chemical balance of your body as a human being when you're doing those tasks regularly. You've got your old routine. Going to a new routine, especially switching hard on it, and essentially a lot of people do like food goals. Like I'm not going to eat junk food. I'm not going to, I think that's a more easy example to explain. If your thing is like food or there's an activity that you're doing, like video games or whatever, like I'm playing too many video games, I'm, I'm spending too much time on social media, I'm, I'm eating too much junk food. If you don't balance that out using good behavioral techniques, like 
which you can learn about, you can read about, then like you're going to feel at a deficit if you make such a hard turn. And so if you cut out all junk food, when you've, all, when you've been eating a lot of junk food, all you're going to do is crave the junk food and feel like you're punishing yourself. And so then the thoughts of self-doubt and you feel bad. So then you're like, well, what am I doing? I can't believe this is this bad. I don't know if I can do this anymore. If, and this is the hardest thing, this is why so many people's resolutions don't go well. If you take the time to, to take, be aware of that big goal you want to get to. You want to be healthy. You want to grow whatever thing you're working on. You want to grow as a person, whatever it is. If you take it in more manageable bites, two things happen. The one, which is the first, was the most obvious, which is why I think people and humans in general, this is including me, have a hard time making changes, is because usually if you actually do it in a manageable bite, you're not getting the high of what you would get by doing a hard turn. That hard turn, you're going to feel great those first few days. You're like, I'm crushing it. I'm a whole new person, new year, new me. And then right around now, (laughs) two weeks into the year, and you are completely just destroyed. You've, You've had a few days where you couldn't do it. You're down chemically, right? The thing probably that you want to get rid of was giving you a lot of dopamine or adrenaline or whatever it was whatever chemical change it was doing for you that your body got used to, you're not getting as much of it. And if you went hard and you took it completely away from yourself, now your low is so much lower than it's ever been. So you're literally going to feel like you failed. And that is not uncommon. In fact, it's the most common. And so (laughs) the answer that I tell myself remind myself because it's worked for me but I don't get the super high endorphin adrenaline whatever it is is that if you stick to manageable goals and find a way to remind yourself on the regular that you're doing the right thing you're able to maintain that longer that's that's better for equilibrium you do a big swing your body and your brain and your emotions are going to hit the toll and if if you're a gangster <laughs> and you could do that kind of thing and you could push through then all the power to you but i have done that so many times that was like my only approach and it just doesn't work and the irony is that even though i know that even though i'm aware of that even though most of the progress in my life for the good is related to that, taking small steps and getting 1%, what do the Stoics say, get 1% better every day? If I don't remind myself daily, and this is where I have to do better, this is my slight adjustment for this time of year, which I recommend you make yours as well. For me, I need to get back to the daily journal. I don't know what happens. It's the same thing with meditation. It's the same thing with the breathing exercises from Wim Hof that I do. I feel great when I do them. And when I do them regularly, I am freaking on top of the world. But 
then I stop doing it because I feel good. <laughs> Completely forgetting the fact that the reason I felt good was because I was consistent. And I mean, look, we live in a world where everything is crazy. It's coming at you all the time. I mean, I, I need to look at my phone stats, which thank God we have that now. But like, I need to see how much more screen time I've been using because it feels like it's a lot. I know my neck and my shoulders are feeling it. So regardless, that's, that's my reminder to myself and hopefully a reminder to you that if you're feeling at this point of the year where you feel like whatever you were going to do for 2023 is a loss and you've, you've failed, you haven't. You haven't even started. It hasn't even been long enough for you to set up a good habit. So be honest with yourself. Look, see what was what you were doing that you might can just tweak. Usually it's a small answer. Usually it's, oh, I'm forgetting this. For me, I'm not giving myself that daily reminder of that journal to keep me going and say, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm doing this. It's, it's the other thing that I look for with anything in science or engineering. The answer to why. Many of the times it doesn't have that answer. But for something like this, you can give yourself that answer to why. So remind yourself, make a tweak, and you'll be good. So be good. See you on the next episode. Have a good one. And also, don't forget to look out for potential double launch weekend here on MLK Weekend. Wishing you a great week. Make sure to hit us up on social media, Today in Space Podcast on Instagram, Today in Space Pod on TikTok, Today in Space Podcast on Twitter, and of course our Facebook page, Today in Space Podcast. Be good, spread love, spread science. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Another successful orbit around the sun. Almost. I'm not there yet. Almost. Uh, but to many more as well for you. So be good. Good luck, SpaceX, on a heavy launch weekend. And uh, go Falcon Heavy. <laughs> Arguably my favorite rocket. All right, folks. Have a good one. See ya.